That's it. Let's give it up to the Lord tonight. If he's been good to you, you ought to let him know right now. Come on, he's been too good to you to be quiet. You ought to open up your mouth and give him praise in here. Let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. If you got breath in your lungs, you ought to give him praise. If you got a dance in your step, you ought to do it right now. If you've been pulled out of miry clay and your feet are set on a firm foundation. Woo! God is so good to us. I've been so moved listening to testimonies that's went forth. My God, I need you to help me. I'm very, very humbled to stand here. God's been it's been too good to me. done things in my life that I'm not, I'm not worthy of. I'm not trying to be Mr. Humility up here, but I'm just telling you what's on my heart right now. I was in the lowest place of my life. have anywhere to turn to. I felt like everybody giving up on me. Shame to even speak of. Involved in gunplay and times I should be dead. Robbing and dealing with people who had no conscience. But all the time that I was out there living that way, I lived in conviction. Guys be around me two or three days and they'd get tired of hearing me. So I knew, knew what I was doing was wrong. But as a child, raised up in the church so I said it last night I was 11 got baptized filled with the Holy Ghost 
always knew. Made me want to talk about going to heaven. And I'd look at him and I'd say, we're going straight to hell. <laughs> living how we're living. Brother and I had encounters with spirits and demons. Things that never should have had to be involved in. I can remember one night. I've never told this behind the pulpit. But I went and sold a big bag of something. Just say that. I was with about five guys and we got into a big altercation. It was about eight miles from my house. I said a few choice words to him and told him to let me out of the car. I started walking down the road. I believe those men were going to come and kill me that night. And the Holy Ghost woke my mama up. She had no idea where I was at. She come driving down Highway 105. There I was walking down the side of the highway. God directed her right to me. be honest with you, I'd have probably rather dealt with them guys than I would with my mama. God saved my life that night. It was many years later when I was about 25 I hit a dark place. I wanted to quit, but I couldn't. I'd get good jobs climbing up the mountain. But all of a sudden, it just all fall apart. Everything would just fall apart underneath me, and I'd be back to the bottom. At about 25, I just... Just accepted it. This is the way it's going to be. It's just who I am. I begin to believe the lie of the devil. And I can remember in moments that I would be just in these dark places. I would just begin to sing these old songs, these old hymnals that I can remember him singing in Avistock Church. (laughs) 
and in a dark place and a bad place, the Holy Ghost would just fall on me. God would just begin to give me peace when these demonic spirits would be tormenting me. Because he seen me right there where I was at. And he knew the next day I was going to do the same thing, but his mercy would just come right there where I was. And I can remember times that point of overdosing did overdose I'd cry out to God I'd say God if you just save me I won't do it again Brother Danny, and he knew I was lying to him. <laughs> he knew I was lying. <laughs> but he would pull me out of <laughs> give me another chance. <laughs> and I lived hard for the devil. <laughs> Thirteen years I lived hard for him went to it I made mention of it last night I said God if you really know where I'm at and understand what I'm dealing with I need you to speak to me I opened up his word and funny, I always had a little Bible in my back pocket. Everywhere that I went, I and I opened up the John 14. And he said, Philip, Have I been so long time with you? You still don't know. Said so if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. God called me by my name. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. God knows who you are. He knows right where you're at exactly what you're dealing with. He knows your name. And you're never too far away. God can't reach you. And everybody else gives up on you. Everybody counts you out. God will make a way. I was thinking about this today, and I know 
some people teach this and believe this. And if you do, I pray. I don't offend you, but I feel very led to say this. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things, all things, all things become new. So whenever you introduce yourself, you don't have to say, I'm a recovering alcoholic or I'm a recovering drug addict. You just go ahead and tell them, hey, I'm a born-again believing child of the living God. Said I done been called out. I've been brought out. Yeah, I did drink a little. I did do a little bit of drugging, but I don't live that way anymore. I don't identify with that any longer. Let me tell you something. Every time you speak that over yourself, you're identifying yourself with that. And when you went down in his name, friend, all that old junk was washed away. You ain't in recovery. You done been recovered. You done been pulled out of that mess. I wish somebody shout right now. I wish I had some wild people in this house that would go ahead and get the child and lift in their voice. You're an overcomer. We're about to give hell a black eye around here. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, the devil is a lie. Revelation 12 and 7. Revelation 12 and verse 7. Reading through verse 11. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Revelation 12 and 7 says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels. And he prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. John said, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength, the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Verse 11. And they overcame 
and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death. I know there's some folks around here right now and you got a testimony. You ought to lift up your voice. You ought to go ahead and speak that out right now. You ought to let hell know, hey, I know I used to be that, but now I'm this, and I'm going to go ahead. Came with a testimony tonight. You got a testimony. I want you to lift your hands right now. I want you to lift your voice. I want you to pray. Lord, we love you. God, I thank you for your word tonight. That's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that I feel. God, I'll speak it upon every heart and mind. God, I pray for your anointing to be upon me. That you would help me bring things to my remembrance. Thank you, brother. God, give me clarity. Let me say only what you most said, nothing more. Release the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation. That your body would be edified and encouraged before we leave. Firm your word with signs following. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. To so clap your hands to the Lord one more time. Amen. You may be seated for just a minute. In Jesus' name. Preach from this title tonight Born, Born to Overcome. The scripture tells us in 1 John 5 and 4, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. It says, who is he that overcometh but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Friend, once you were born into the kingdom, you were born to overcome. You were born to subdue every foe and conquer every temptation, to climb every mountain and walk through every valley, to slay every giant, kill every beast. Church, you were born to overcome. Jesus said these words in John 16 and 33. He said these things that you might have peace. He said in the world you shall have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He said, because I have overcome, you have overcome. Do I got any overcomers in the house tonight? Do I got anybody who will stand and testify, hey, I overcame it. Hell tried to take me out. The devil tried to steal me, tried to rob my soul, but God overcame. And because I've been born again of the water and of the spirit, I'm an overcomer tonight. Man, you was born to overcome. No matter what hell throws at you, don't matter how big the storm is, don't matter how bad that it seems, once you were born into the kingdom, you were born to overcome. Jesus assures us that we will have tribulations, but always to be of good cheer, which in the Greek means to take heart or be of good courage. He said, because I have overcome the world. He lets us know in life we would not escape tribulation. Yet regardless of what the world or the enemy throws our way, 
we should have courage and faith that he has overcome and we will overcome. The word overcome in the Greek translates is victory. Tonight, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're dealing with, you're walking in victory tonight. Y'all said you're walking in victory tonight. Does anybody feel like they got the victory in this place? I wish somebody stand and declare, hey, I got the victory. I know it gets hard. I know I'm in a struggle. I know I'm in some trouble, but I still got the victory. I still got the victory. I wish I had about 15 men that make a laugh around this church and say, hey, I got victory in this place. I got victory in this place. I got victory in this place. I'm an overcomer. Hell tried to take me out, but it couldn't succeed. Devil wanted to take my life, but God was in control. Friend, you're an overcomer tonight. Even when the entire world is trying to wipe you out, you'll overcome. No matter how great the struggle, you'll overcome. Regardless of the battle that you're facing, you'll overcome. You can hold fast by faith the knowledge because he is overcome. You will overcome. Whenever Jesus spoke them words in John 16 and 33, he said it before he ever faced the trial. He said it before he ever went to the cross. He spoke it before he ever went to the cross. Because the Bible says in Revelation 13 and 8, he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. The battle was already won. The enemy was already defeated. He prophesied, I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to overcome. He said, I'm going to bruise the head of the enemy. Romans 16 and 3 says, You shall, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. You might be in a battle right now, but that's the power of picking them up and putting them down. Whenever you go to picking up your feet and putting them down on the ground, you're showing the devil, hey, I'm putting my foot right there on your neck and I'm knocking you back down right where you need to be. I wish somebody would hear what I'm telling you. You're an overcomer tonight by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. When the blood was shed, Jesus said, it's finished, it's over, it's done. Hell, it's defeated. The accuser of the brethren is cast down. And we got to get a boldness about us. We got to know who we are tonight. Walk around with your lip pushed out. Acting like you're the only one dealing with trouble. Jesus told us, see, living for God ain't rainbows and, and butterflies, is it, Brother Danny? Living for God can be a little bit rough at times. That's some fairy tale world. Because whenever you're living for the devil, he ain't worried about you because he knows that he's got you. But whenever you begin to live for the Lord, all hell begin to break out in your life. Hell will begin to fight you. But that's when you got to know, I'm not going to quit because in the end, I will overcome. 
I will overcome this temptation. I will overcome this trial. God is going to deliver me. The giant might be big. He might be standing tall. But God is on my side. 1 John 4 and 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's why the apostle Paul wrote, in the worst prison you can be in, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Friend, God is going to enable you. God is going to empower you. Acts 1 and 8 says you shall have power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Friend, it's more than a little glass of layer. It's more than talking in tongues. You got, you got power on the inside of you. You got authority on the inside of you. You got dominion on the inside of you. Tread upon every serpent, every scorpion, every evil thing that comes against you. You got authority over that thing. And you got to bring back to memory the testimony that you have. Now, I understand that your testimony is for other people, but a lot of times that's the only way we look at it. My testimony for somebody else. I got news for you. Your testimony is for you. I said your testimony is for you tonight. You got to remind yourself, if God did this, surely he's going to bring me through this. If God pulled me out of that, surely he ain't going to leave me now. Hey, I said it may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. I said he's an old time God. I said he's an old time God. He's an old time God. Yes, he is. He's going to show up right in the nick of time. And he's going to put hell right there in their place. But you got to notice it said it's the word of your testimony. You got to speak it. Brother, I'll be by myself. I'll be speaking testimonies that God has done for me when nobody else can hear them because the Bible says in Romans 10 and 8, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. When you begin to speak that word into the atmosphere, your faith begins to arise on the inside of you. And the only way you're going to overcome is by faith. It's by faith. You got to believe what the Word says. You can't listen to what the enemy's telling you in your ear. It don't matter what he says. He's a liar. He's been a liar from the beginning. And the Word is always going to... The Word is always going to tell you the truth. The Word ain't never going to lie to you. Your own self, you'll lie to yourself. But if you'll open up that word and you'll begin to remind yourself what God has already done, faith will begin to go to another level and fear will begin to leave you. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I'm telling you tonight, 
there's folks that walked in here and you're distressed and you're discouraged and you're dealing with anxiety and your mind is in a whirlwind and you're going to walk out of here sounding. You're going to walk out of here sound tonight. You need to hear me. I'm prophesying to some folks right now. You're going to walk out of here with a sound mind and every bit of the fear that you've been feeling is fixing to leave. You know what fear is? It's faith in the enemy. Fear is faith in the enemy. Fear will disable you. Fear will immobilize you. Fear will paralyze you. It'll keep you from fulfilling the will of God. Whenever that big guy, whenever that big giant Goliath was standing in the valley of Eli, talking all that noise to the children of Israel, after all that God had done, when the enemy began to speak, they stood there with their knees knocking, afraid to move forward. All they could see was how big the giant was. Nine foot six, 125 pound coat of mail, 15 pound spearhead, and he's standing across there saying, send me a man, send me a man. And the Bible says when they heard the words, let me give you a little, let me give you a little something right here. If the enemy's telling you gonna do something, that means he don't have permission to do it. Because he ain't going to warn you before he does it. He's just going to run in and do it. God's got to give him access. God's got to give him permission to come into a child of God's life. You need to hear me right now. Somebody needs to say, shut up, devil. You need to get out of my ear right now. I'm not going to hear it anymore. I'm not listening anymore. i got to get it out of my head. I'm not going to believe that lie. He's telling you he's going to do it. He don't have no permission. And that big giant was standing across the way saying, send me a man. And they said that their hearts begin to fail with fear. Fear began to grip them. Fear began to take hold of them. And the Bible says that little old David came. See, he was ruddy of a beautiful countenance, bringing his brothers some bread, some cheese. Daddy old Jesse said, go see how they're doing down there at the battle, boy. And whenever he showed up, all he heard was that big giant standing across there, running his mouth. And he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine blaspheming the armies of the living God? There was holy indignation that rose up on the inside of it. You got to get angry when the devil starts talking. You got to get mad when the devil gets in your ear. Oh, you're a Christian. You ain't supposed to get mad. That ain't Bible. That ain't Bible. The Bible says be angry and sin not. As long as you ain't sin, it's okay to be angry. And you ought to get mad at the adversary that's lying to you, trying to defeat you, trying to tear you down, trying to destroy you, trying to keep you from fulfilling God's will, trying to rob your family, trying to steal your kids. There ought to be something that gets on the inside of you. That says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's blaspheming my God? He ain't just the God of Jacob. He ain't just the God of Abraham. 
He ain't just the God of Isaac, but you got to make it personal in this place. He's my God. And if he did all that for them in the book, I can bet my last dollar that he's going to do it for me. David said, if there ain't nobody else going to go after him, he said, I'll do it. I'll go after him right now. But as soon as he went out to fight him, old Saul got in his ear. That old carnal sucker got in his ear and said, David, he's been a champion from his youth, and you ain't but a youth. But you know what old Dave did? David began to testify. He said, yeah. He said, I know I'm young, but I was keeping my father's sheep. And a bear came, and a lion came, and took a lamb. And I went to him, grabbed him by his beard, and I smote him. And I went and grabbed the bear, and I took him down too. And the same way. He said the same way that the bear and the lion fell. Brother Denny, you've killed some bears in your life. Killed some lions in your life. And that giant standing in front of you right now is getting ready to fall flat on his back. You need to hear me right now. You've been warring with it long enough. You've battled it long enough. It's time for him to hit the ground. And when he does, you don't give him a chance to get up. David went to testifying. I killed the lion and I killed the bear. And that giant's getting ready to fall. And whenever he went out to him, brother, he wasn't on the defense. He was the aggressor in the battle. It ain't no time for the church to be backing up. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. If you're a part of the church, hell can't prevail against you. The giant can't destroy you. You ain't got to be on the defense. You need to be on the offense. You got to say, hey, I'm going to the giant. I'm going to knock him down. It's time to take him out. I'm tired of fighting this same old battle. I'm about to put an end to it. I'm about to put an end to him. So there's some giant slayers tonight. You need to rise up. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost. You need to rise up. You've been fighting that same old battle for too long. You've been facing that same old giant for too long. And you're about to knock him to the ground. And whenever he hits the ground, you're going to have to go over to him and pull out his sword and cut that joker's head off and say, you ain't never standing back on your feet again. You ain't never standing back up on your feet again. Friend, if you got a testimony, you ought to pull your sling out. I said, you ought to grab your stone and you ought to head to the giant. I said, you ought to go to the giant. You ought to go to the giant. Don't back up, Marshall. Go to it. That's what he wants. He wants you on the defense. He wants you backing up. You got to go to him. David knocked him to the ground. 
pulled out his sword and cut his head smooth off. And there was a great victory wrought that day in all the eyes of the children of Israel. Because he said, I don't come with you with sword and I don't come with you with spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. And I'm telling you right now, it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the living God that you're going to knock him down. It's by the Spirit of the living God that is going to lay flat on his back. And that giant is going down today. I wish somebody go ahead and say that right now. Giants are going down. Hey, I come to get my victory. I come to get my victory. I come to get myself back. I come to get what belongs to me. I'm tired of facing the same giant. I'm tired of dealing with the same old. I know there's going to be another battle, but today this one ends. Today this one ends. Says the kingdom of heaven suffer violent, and the violent take it by force. You got to force God's will on the enemy in front of you. I know whenever you come out of a hellacious life, there's a lot of things that you battle. Like the brother that got up here testified before service. Things he had to deal with. Things that he had to get worked out of him. I understand that. I wasn't in prison for 46 years, but I, but I know that there was things that I had to get worked out of me. There was giants that I had to face day in and day out. And I'm telling you right now, years down the road, there's still giants that I encounter, but I pull back from the victories that I've already had, and I build up my faith, and I say, I'm going after you. I'm not backing up. I'm not defeated. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Everybody stand to your feet right now. Everybody stand to your feet. Come on, I got a testimony in here. Somebody say, I got a testimony. Come on, I got a testimony. I'm an overcomer. got to bring something from the victories that you have. Can't leave there empty-handed. Listen right here, because it was a little bit later on in David's life, whenever he was on the run from King Saul, whenever Saul was trying to kill him, that he went to the priest of Amalek. He said, in the king's business required haste. He said, and I don't have no sword, and I don't have no spear. Himalek said, I think I got just what you need. Said, hey, Dave, you remember that big giant that you slayed down in the Valley of Eli? That sword of Goliath is right over there behind the ephod. And I'm going to tell you what the ephod was. It was a means of communication. See, that's the power when you begin to pray. When you begin to pray, God will begin to remind you, your weapon's behind your prayer. See, hear me right now. Your weapon is behind your prayer. Ahimelech told him, it's over there behind the ephod. Why don't you walk right on over there and get it? And David pulled out the sword, and he said, that ought to work right there. He brought something from the victory that he had against the giant. You got to carry something with you. Lift your hands and begin to pray right now. (laughs) 
Come on. Oh, let the Spirit of the Lord begin to remind you right now. Let the Spirit of the Lord begin to remind you. Let me tell you, you ain't got but one offensive weapon in this battle, and it's the Word of God. It says in Hebrews 4 and 12, the Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. You look that word up, that's a rhema word. That's a right now word. And God's giving folks a right now word for you to fight your battle with, for you to move forward with. I'm telling you, the Lord's speaking to folks right now, those who are tapped in to what God is wanting to do. God's looking for a church to begin to pray right now. God's looking for some folks that are tired of fighting the same old giant, that are tired of facing the same old battle. Come on, by the word of your testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, and the word of your testimony. You're going to overcome tonight. Come on, I'll fear. I curse fear in the name of Jesus Christ. I curse fear in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare the Word of God over it right now. 1 John 4 and 8 says, There is no fear in love. For perfect love casteth out all fear. For fear who hath torment. He who feareth is not made perfect in love. You've got to understand the love that God has for you. Because whenever you let fear begin to creep in, all that it is is a lack of understanding. God loves you too much to let the enemy destroy you. It don't matter how low you are. It don't matter where you're at. It don't matter what you're dealing with. The Bible says, who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, nakedness, peril or sword? He said, nay, in all these things, you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror through him who loved you. Paul said, I am persuaded. I'm persuaded tonight that neither death nor life, angels nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. You have authority over everything that comes against you. And my brother said it at the beginning, the more that you submit, the greater the authority that you're going to have. I mean, I just want to help somebody right now. The reason you ain't exercising the authority that's on the inside of you is because there's a lack of submission going on in your life. 
when the centurion went to Jesus, he said, you just speak the word. He said, my, my servant shall be healed. He said, I am a man under authority. I say to this one, go that way, and he goes this way. This one, go that way, and he goes that way. See, but he didn't say, I'm a man of authority. He said, I'm a man under authority. And because I'm under authority, I have authority. You got to get under the authority that's placed over you. And when you get under the authority, you'll start walking in authority. You'll start casting out devil. You'll start walking on serpent. You'll start taking out every creature. You'll start taking dominion over these things that are coming against you in your life. Submission. I know I just got on some toes right then. Why, old flesh, we don't like to hear that. We don't want to hear that. You need to hear me right now. We need to get submitted. You can't submit to a man of God. You can't submit to God. If you ain't submitted to a pastor, you can't be submitted to God because that's God's man right there. Somebody need to hear what I'm telling them. You better get submitted. You better get under a covering. You better submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. The Bible says submit yourself. Resist the devil and he'll flee. If you're resisting the devil and he ain't fleeing, you need to go to step one and make sure you're submitted. Make sure you're submitted. You're doing all the resisting you can, and the devil ain't going nowhere. Go back to say, hey, am I submitted the way that I'm supposed to be? This ain't no weak, frail assembly. You're part of the church of the living God, and he's given us power and authority over everything that comes against us. And I believe it's time for the church to exercise it. The world needs to look at the church and say, hey, that's a powerhouse right there. That's where people get delivered. That's where people get healed. That's where drug addicts get brought out. That's where cancer disappears. That's where folks get out of wheelchair. That's where blind eyes open. That's where deaf ears come unstopped. That's where tumors are gone. That's where people of authority are. They ain't just a praising church. They a praying church. Lift your hands right now. If there's something you know you need to submit to the Lord, you need to do it right now. Sister, right here, you behind the brother, there's, re there's a recovery. God finna restore some things back into your life. That hell's took from you. I'm telling you right now, recovery. Recovery. There's a relationship that was severed, and God's going to put it back together. Come on, don't quit praying right now. This is just what God wants. 
If you're here right now, you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God will fill you tonight. I said, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Evidence for speaking in other tongues. God will fill you right now. But I'm going to tell you, it starts with submission. You can't get the Holy Ghost without submitting. Where's my brother at that plays the piano? Brother right here, one, two, three rows back in the brown jacket. There's a financial blessing. You've been needing it, ain't that right? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Sister infirmity that's touched your, hit your body, I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I speak healing right now. In the name of Jesus. I cast out fear. I cast out fear that's come against you. The enemy's been in your ear lying to you, trying to tell you this and tell you that. But I bind that in the name of Jesus, and I speak complete healing right now. I take authority over the infirmity. Come on, you're an overcomer. Some of us are having a hard time believing that. You're an overcomer. Let me tell you something. You ought to not fight half the battles that you fight. You are an overcomer, and you got to remind yourself of that every day. I've been praying for you today, son, and this is exactly what God told me to tell you. Tell him he is an overcomer, and some of the battles that he's dealing with, he's bringing on himself. Come on, Devin, get it settled in your mind. I'm going to make it through this thing. I know it's hard sometimes. I know they struggle sometimes, but you are going to overcome it. Come on, you got to magnify God, son. You got to magnify God bigger than your problem. God is greater. Sister, right here in the black, lift your, lift your hands, please. 
There's a call of God on your life. All the trouble that has surrounded you, I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's been here recently. God has been breaking people off from around you. Yeah, I can see it right now. God's been breaking people off from around you. But it's for your own good. Lift your hands, brother. Brother, you lost somebody very, very close to you. Yeah. You lost somebody very, very close to you, and there's a deep wound. And you wonder why they had to go. Why, why God, did you, why did you let them get taken? God is going to come. Come on, that's all right, brother. See, that's why you need the body of Christ. You can't do this by yourself. The Bible says, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Brother, in the comfort of the Holy Ghost is coming. There it is. Sister, lift your hands. God's hands been on you. I see you laid in a hospital bed. Yeah. You wouldn't be here today if the Lord hadn't raised you up. That's right, ain't it? Yeah. I see you laying in a hospital bed. But I see an angel standing over the top of you. God picked you up because he's got a purpose and a plan. And what's been taken from you, things that you think you're never going to get back, God's going to restore them back into your life when the time is right, okay? Don't try to rush God. I'm ministering to you right now. 
because you're wondering why God is it taking so long sister I was the same way I was ready for I was ready for a shotgun and really all I could handle was a BB gun But that's just the type of person I am. When I was all in for the devil, I lived for him all the way. When I was all in for God, I lived for God all the way. But when the time is right, this is going to be restored back to you. Family. Okay? Sister, that's the Holy Ghost. Those sounds and, and, and syllables and words that you're hearing right now in your mind, if you'll just begin to yield yourself and begin to speak those out, it's not going to sound like me and ain't going to sound like anybody else. It's just going to be in between you and God. You just begin to speak right now. That's it. Just keep praying right now. Sister, lay your hand right here. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak healing. There's been a persistent problem. I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak healing virtue right now. In the name of Jesus. Sister, that what you feel right now in your stomach, that's healing taking place. That warm that you feel, lay your hand on it, sister. Brother, I, I, right here in the black, I keep, seeing, I keep seeing a door open up over the top of you. I see tools in your hand. I see tools in your hands. God's getting ready to open the door. That's it, that's the Holy Ghost. That's Sister, 
That's it. God said last year you was coming, sister. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Karo sata yande kilo retete ayila bahaya. Ila marasata yande la kila baruto. Lord, if you're tired of facing that same giant, there's still opportunity to get victory right now. There's people in here and you hadn't moved yet. You hadn't moved yet. Ila maradna ya son kereto yo to yo tore kiki ataya sataya de la bahaya. Lo maroko yendo ye sonda la bakila barata ye la bahaya. Ila mayondo la borro kito ye bosanda la bahaya ande. Ala baraka ya la baroto yo sataye. That's it, sister. That's the Holy Ghost. You just speak that out right now. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's it. Everybody keep praying right now. Everybody praying right now. Isaya le baruko yoto.
God, I speak peace in this home. I speak peace in the home right now. God, I speak peace, God, to the home. Complete restoration. God, I pray conviction upon this daughter. I speak conviction upon her. That's it. There's a supernatural peace coming right now. Sister, right here, how long have you been been at the bridge? Four months. There's some things outside that I'm trying to get worked out. Yeah. God's in control of that. Okay? The Bible says that he turns the hearts of kings like a river. So he does what he wants to. And God's going to make a way. No matter how bad it seems. You hear me right now. God's in control of that situation. Those issues. Let me pray for you. Because I want you to believe what I'm telling you. I don't know your name, but God knows everything about you. God, I speak dismissal. If you, if you got the Holy Ghost, I just want you to pray right now. Pray loud. Pray loud. Don't make her feel like she's praying by herself. Sister, there's a heavenly language that's going to come out of your mouth right now. It's going to be in between you and God. You just begin to speak it. <laughs> That's it. That's the Holy Ghost, sister. You speak that. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Brother, there's liberty here for you if you want it. Yeah.
Lord, we speak liberty right now over him. That's it, everybody pray right now. This brother going to get the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it. So every time you every time you begin to open your mouth, son, that's the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost, son. That's it. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Come on, all you got to do is move right now. So all you got to do is move. That's it, church, pray. Come on, Bethlehem, pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. Kerekosatayate maroko. Well, you're standing in for right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command them to leave right now. I take authority over them in Jesus' name. Sister, you can feel that right now flowing down through there. That's healing.
Sister, you gave your testimony last night. You need a touch in your body? Yeah. Healing's coming right now, sister. When I lay my hand on you, healing's coming. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command healing right now. I curse the infirmity that's come against her. I bind it in the name of Jesus. God, I loose it from her. That's healing you feel right now. Have a heart for children. Yeah. There's a ministry there, Mama. You hear me? I want you to hear me right now. There's a ministry there. Because you're going to show compassion. You're going to show compassion to those that others wouldn't. And you're going to see them through the eyes of God, just like you do right now. I'm telling you, God has given you that heart. Virtue right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I release it in Jesus' name. Come on, let, let the Spirit have liberty in here. Just move. Come on, let the Holy Ghost move you. Come on, this is a team effort. This is a group effort. 
Everybody, just, just let God move you. Go lay your hands on somebody. We all got the same Holy Ghost. Come on, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Spirit of the Lord is here. People receiving the Holy Ghost right now. Folks receiving the Holy Ghost right now. All you got to do is have a desire. All you got to do is repent of your sins. Have faith and God will give it to you. I said you just have faith, God will give it to you. Jesus Christ. God, I release your virtue right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, and I speak healing over this child right now in the name of Jesus. Mama, there's, there's words Sounds coming into your mind right now. If you'll just yield and you'll begin to speak that out, that's the Holy Ghost, okay? And that's where peace is going to come in your life. That's where peace is going to come from in your life. Feel like you're doing it by yourself. Ayala baraka sata rekoto yondo lobo roko yole baretete. Masi baraka yandele baroto yoso de la bakila baraka yela bahaya la bahaya la bahaya la bahaya. Ila moko yondo rebo sandala bakila barekete a sandala baraka ye. That's it, sister. That's the Holy Ghost you're hearing right now. If you just yield to it and speak it. Casindo robosoto ye ikaya bare kikigiata ma ye asila baroto. 
La marete akaya la baraka yesia koyo rebo koyo rebabaye la bahaya. That's it. La barindo yo sonde la ki la baraka tayande. You make the move, he'll follow. That's it, sister. That's it. That's it. He's there right now, sister. Sister, he's all the help you need. He's all the help that you need. He's all the help that you need. God, I submit it to you. Sister, there's weight you carry and you don't have to carry it. I can see it on your shoulders right now. It's just weight. Wake up every day with it. God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. And I'm taking the weight is coming off of you. That's it. That's it, sister. You just pray right now. You just you just let that heavenly language begin to flow. There it is. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost, sister. There it is. There it is right there. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. 
Come on, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's it, sister. That's the Holy Ghost. God, a fresh anointing. I speak it upon him right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God, a refresher in the Holy Ghost. God, they will continue to do your work. In the name of Jesus. Brother Craig, I remember what I prophesied to you last year, but I want to tell you right now, this is only the beginning of what God is going to do. I'm praying for anybody right now. If you just lift your hands, we'll just begin to thank God all across this house for the work that He's done in here. We'll just begin to thank God all across the house for the work that He's done. Come on, he's been good to us tonight. Been good to us tonight. Born to overcome. Born to overcome. I'll tell you tonight, if you have not been water baptized in Jesus' name, have not been water baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. There's men, women in here that baptize you right now before you leave. Bible says that's the only way to be saved. It says you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Got to be baptized in His name. You got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. K. 
Amen. Why don't you give the Lord praise and thanksgiving for everything he's done tonight. Amen. Amen. What an awesome weekend already. Praise the Lord. Don't forget tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, men's breakfast in the dining room of this building, 8 o'clock, men's breakfast, 845 difference makers in the dining room downstairs. So men's breakfast, 8 o'clock to 8.45. Difference makers at 8.45. Holy Ghost Revival at 10 o'clock. At 5 o'clock at Be Free, Corey Wilkerson's going to be giving his testimony. It's going to be awesome. And then church tomorrow night. Amen. We ought to fill this place up. Amen. There's miracle power here. There's anointing. There's deliverance. There's Holy Ghost anointing. Amen. You can stay and pray as long as you like. You can be dismissed at your discretion. Amen. God bless you. Before, before you go, Wesley Riley was baptized in Jesus' name.
tonight. And Wesley. Amen. And Jacob Staggs baptized in Jesus' name tonight. Amen. We got a reason to rejoice. God's at work. Amen. One more time, give him a great hand clap of praise. You can pray as long as you like. You can be dismissed at your discretion.